the sun goes down on my side of town that lonesome feeling comes to my door and the whole world turns blue there's a rundown bar across the railroad we kick off hour number two of the program It's just mid-January. It's just a little weird game, you know. One guy's sick. No big deal. Hopefully Ziegler doesn't have to play, you know, 40 minutes again for a while, maybe. I'm not that down after last night. I, yeah. I, do, I don't, do I'm pe- not going to tell people how to feel. I'm just like... Just, do people just push whatever we say just to either kind of pull her into the spectrum, I guess? So if we say something that's even a hint of negativity, it's like fire the coach, and if we're a hint of positive, oh, I can't believe you guys are happy with where this program is. Yeah, but it's still ultimately negative. It's kind of weird. What What do you mean? Do you say are happy or aren't happy? Are. Yeah. And at the, we're a good program. Yeah. We just need to, you know, take the next step. I think that's all it is. One One Elite Eight and everybody's like, yep, we're good. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even Rick Barnes has said that. It's like it's time for phase two. He said that three years ago. He said that after Grant and Admiral left. It's like mm-hmm. getting in Keon and Jaden and like, okay, we get five stars now. Time for phase two. Oh, this is huge. Breaking news. Breaking news? Dolly Parton is releasing cornbread biscuit and brownie mixes yeah. through Duncan Hunt. What did you just say? Yeah. He said, well, yeah. Don't ever do that again. Not Not to Dolly. You don't think she'd have some good cornbread? What about that cinnamon bread recipe? That's under lock and key, dude. That's never getting out. You know how much more money they could make if they would just open up? They should in Dollywood. They should just open up a cinnamon bread place like right up at the front, where you don't even need a ticket. Like you just swing by and pick. Some I don't up. know, man. There's something about going to that little mill house, waiting in line for six hours, and getting <laughs> getting that that bread. I mean. It's just something special. Oh, okay. You enjoy that, huh? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the six-hour wait, but, you know. Uh-huh. Isn't it kind of worth it, though, when you get that warm bread with the cinnamon? Like, right? I mean, it's so fresh and great. Yeah. It's, That's it's, the longest line in Dollywood. It's delicious. Every day. Tomorrow's Dolly's birthday. Oh, really? Uh, I've been asked to ban Batman from the show <laughs> for the Dolly slander. Yeah, I knew that was coming. wasn't really slander, but I don't know why you would knock her cornbread, biscuits, and brownies. Can I get some of that ham? <laughs> God. <laughs> so the Big Orange Philly phone lines we go. We got Birdo up next. What's up, Birdo? You're on three and out. You know what they also ought to sell, guys? What's that? Oh, those, those, those cheesy pork rinds. They're back near the Eagles. Oh Stop my God! I never had those. Oh, <laughs> I got to make a trip to Dollywood. Oh, I'll take you. Do they allow dogs in Dollywood? I don't think so. Oh, okay, got to be a service I'm sure. animal. <laughs> you can register. What do you think it is Thompson Mall Arena? <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just get it. You can get that certification like on Amazon or something. Yeah, thirty nine ninety nine. You do hurt yourself a lot just out and about. So I'm gonna beat you up. Today. You could call it your skin protector. 
Yeah. It's your security dog for your shins, so you don't smash your shins into chairs and such. I know some people that work at Dollywood, and they've had people try and bring in a snake before. They would not allow that, even though they yeah, had the, the, no. even though they had the certification. Reptiles as a service animal, probably not the best decision. And the funniest one I heard was somebody had a little uh, monkey, and the guy that normally tells people that they can't bring stuff in because he's like big bad whatever, he's actually really afraid of monkeys, so they had to have somebody else go tell this person they couldn't bring their monkey. <laughs> afraid incredible. of monkeys? Yeah, it's like a fear of monkeys or something. Huh. Hmm. That must be some uh, some primal instinct. Maybe, yeah. Primate instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a uh, funny story. My uh, <clears throat> my mom's cousin actually has a monkey, and it's registered as a as a like a service animal. Mm. Really, real story. Uh huh. Yep. I could buy that. You brought it up. Um, so last night. You can never be mad. Like, we would be a lot more, excuse me, golly. We'd be a lot more mad if we lost, obviously. And we'd be a lot more critical if we lost. So the loss or wins, they're a salve for all wounds. They really are, Mm -hmm. right? But we can also be critical because there's a lot of fans that say you're not allowed to be critical after a win. Rick Barnes had a bad night. Did not coach well last night. And that's okay. We won. Good. Um, BJ Edwards, guys, um, Bear kind of hinted at it in VR last night, and it's something that then I threw around town to people I know, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's not here next year. I'd be stunned if he is. I wouldn't go through another practice. If I, why would stunned I go through? Still a, here. Why would I go through a Rick yeah. Barnes practice when I can't even get on the court? And apparently, the practice on Monday was a brutal. That adds up. <laughs> that was yeah, that was the day before the game. Yeah, of course. Rick Barnes doing Rick Barnes things. Hey, let's burn these kids out right before they have to go. Well we thirty left. It's exactly what Houston said yesterday. It's what he does. It's exactly what Houston said. Yeah, like, it's what he does. And and it's bad coaching. So here's my thing. When it comes to point guards, I've always had a theory around this. Uh I don't know if it's pronounced Augustine or Augustine but DJ Augustine ruined Rick Barnes for point guards. Hmm. Ruined him. That guy came in and he was the best point guard in the country. The day he stepped foot on campus, he hadn't he didn't have to do anything. And now he always overcoaches point guards because he wants them to be that guy. Hmm. The only guy he didn't have to do that with was Gents. Kennedy Chandler, you know that. Mm-hmm. Because he was as good, right? And Kennedy Chandler went on, and he's going to play in the NBA. I guess he does now officially. You saw him on TV the other night. So, good for him. Rick Barnes overcoaches his guards. He, he, it's like he has this innate, I have to tear you down so that I can then build you up to be DJ. It, I swear, like, he had solid point guards all the way up to that point and well-coached point guards because I've followed Rick Barnes' career. And then, like, that happened, and now all of his point guards since have just been a letdown, with the exception, notably, of probably Kennedy Chandler. Even Kennedy, it kind of took a little bit. I mean, I, I, he started, but he didn't really... he left him alone, though. Yeah. It, it took him a little bit because he left the kid alone. If he didn't leave that kid alone, I don't know if it would, it would he would, he probably would have still been drafted. But, but like 
he would not have developed to the point where he is now because he just let the kid be a, like play. You see what I'm saying? Oh no, yeah. I mean, he he always overhandles the point guard. I mean, that's Bone was good. Yeah, but Bone like hated him. Is it, yeah, burned out. Yeah, uh, it's it's strange. Um, and the other thing, guys, that nobody's pointing at, Rick Barnes does not recruit alpha males. Hmm. He doesn't. Like alpha, I'm the dog. I'm the leader, and you're going to do whatever the hell I say. Period. He doesn't have those guys. Who was the last one? He didn't recruit Schofield, did he? Nope. Schofield committed under Tyndall. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Correct. Schofield played under Tyndall. Yeah, I guess so, he I mean, did. he committed under but He played under Tyndall. That's how long ago he was. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. And Schofield, I don't uh, think he's... three-star? I think so, yeah. Correct. Yeah. I think he was as highly rated a football player as he was a basketball player, maybe even. Doesn't matter. But, um... That's what I'm saying. He he doesn't. He's definitely not doing it here, and and I don't. That's why we don't have an elite score. Elite scores are alpha males. Your silence is deafening. It's hard to argue. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't recruit them or if he coaches it out of them. Mm, yeah, or both. Good point. Could be both. Who who would be an alpha male that he's coached it out of then? In your opinion, uh, Nate, I'm not disagreeing. I'm actually no, I, asking. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just wonder if maybe they push the team culture so much, which yeah. is a good thing. That's not bad. I mean, you, right. you don't want to have a five no, star come in and just be a complete like diva. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just like you got to be part of the crew a little too much. Uh, I felt like Vescovy came in, had a lot of flash, you know, yeah. behind yeah. the back, all that stuff. Okay, and they've, okay, they've, maybe that's one. They've he he's kind of dulled he a dog. Him. Yeah, they've kind of dulled him out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It's tough, guys, but that that's my two theories, is that uh, DJ Augustine ruined him for point guards uh, because he overcoaches now because he wants everybody to be that guy. And clearly he loves that guy. And my second one is he, and, and this is probably a bigger uh, statement on Rick Barnes, is he does not recruit alpha males because he wants to be the alpha male in the room at all times. It's the Sam Walton principle, if you've ever heard of that. It's the Sam Walton principle. Sam Walton didn't recruit the next guy to replace him because he was the face. He was always the dude. And when he died, Walmart changed forever. It's actually the Sam Walton principle. You should look it up. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, check that out. Thanks for the call. Uh, I mean... That's no, fair stuff. Yeah, it, I mean, it it was a good win, um, and I and I thought the guys that you know that took a lot more shots stepped up mm-hmm. and played pretty well. The second half was lights out, um, but at the same time, it's like okay, like we we're 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 grading on the whole like you know we've been to the tournament, we've gotten a, a good seed line. Now it's it's time to use. You should be using January to make sure you peak in March. And so I think that's the part where, you know, being critical is, is fine. I mean, that's uh, – I'm so sure, he was I'm saying sure that's what the coaches are he, too. He was saying, like, Barnes coaches these guys down. Like, Julian Phillips, five-star guy. And – but, I mean, Ziegler's come in and been our best player, arguably. And he was a non-rated, undersized point guard. And he just led us in, up to a huge road win last night. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely goes it both, both ways. ways. He, he definitely has uh, 
gotten underrated guys to perform above their rankings, but he's also brought in some really highly touted guys that never mm-hmm. even sniffed. And DJ Augustine's play played played 15 years in the NBA. I mean, he's, yeah, well, he was saying that. Yeah, he loves him. Yeah, we'll come back know. with more. Stick with us. Hour two continues next, right here on Three and Out. Hour two rolls on. This segment brought to you by Malone and Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles for all your dental needs. 264 South Peters Road right here in West Knoxville. Easy to get to, and they'll do a great job for you. All the dental service you need. You can uh, request a virtual consultation even on the website. It's personalized, precise, enhanced patient care. Cleanings to all kinds of other services at Knoxville Smiles. KnoxvilleSmiles.com is where you can uh, request an appointment and get all the details to go see Malone and Costa Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. It's a little chilly? Yeah. You, you going to make it? I don't know. Just uh, gutting it out over here, you know? Yeah, I can see that. You and Hickman just gutting it out. Huh? What? Huh? What? what? Yeah. He hadn't even been here this morning. I told you. I had to send an email. I did. Are you still sending an email? No, I found that video of Greta Thunberg being just arrested (laughs) in Germany. Poor girl. Wow. What'd you get arrested for? She didn't get arrested. She got fake arrested for protesting climate change. She got fake arrested? Yeah, they had the camera crews and they were laughing all before the... Yeah, it was was a setup. It's 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 a... I missed all this. It's a work. Gotcha. But some people are buying it, you know. Uh, many people. Oh, yeah, a lot of people. Including uh, Reuters. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's how I pronounce it. Reuters? Reuters? Reuters. I have no idea. I just... Is it Reuters? I don't know. I don't know, Mark. Not sure. Bend over, I'll show you. Uh, Zakai Ziegler last night after playing 40 minutes said, I'm good, I'm not tired at all, I could go play again right now. Yeah, I I actually believe him. I do too. I don't know why so many people were, you know, frustrated by him playing forty. Sometimes it's what you got to do. Got to go out there and give it. I mean, I'm give fine it forty with minutes. It, you know, occasionally, it's, at some point, you know, it's not that's not going to be a good idea. It's Reuters. Reuters. <laughs> you bleeping dumb <laughs> idiot. Was that bear on the phone? Yeah, yeah. I how I don't. First of all, I'm not a dumb idiot. I, I just see it on the on the Twitter. Like it, it doesn't have a phonetic spelling. You moron, Reuters, Reuters. Now you know. But Bear doesn't listen to our show, though. Let's just get that straight right now. Right, right, right. Reuters. So yeah, Roy, Roy Reuters. Got it. I like the way uh, one in stripes told me that it's Reuters. He just spelled it phonetically instead of calling in like a jackass. Mm-hmm. And challenging your intellectual ability. It's just it's, just, it's spelled the way. That's why I asked if that's how it was pronounced because I knew I wasn't sure. You idiot! If it makes you feel better, that's how I've heard people say it. But I, what Reuters? Yeah, 
Reuters makes sense, too. I just had no idea. Anyway, yep, Greta Thunberg. She's uh, at it again. That's neat. Hickman's besmirching Dolly Parton. That's neat. Nate Oates going through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. He, you talk about a man who sounded battle, like, broken and, yeah. Seems like a good guy. Oh, yeah? Well, the latest was that it was his, the player's gun, right? But Yeah, he supplied the gun but didn't pull the trigger. Uh-huh. I don't know how that... But then there was a report plays out two days ago that the reason that they shot her was because he, she, quote, would not talk to him. Oh, well, that's a great reason. Just she wasn't interested somebody. in, you know, potentially being in a relationship. Or oh, he, yeah. So just... So they killed her. World. Uh, I have no idea. What's wrong with people? I have a lot, but I, yeah. I have no idea. I guess we'll let that play out. Yeah, I really don't know what to. Like, it feels like it's a very obviously it is a big story, but I don't I don't know how to talk about that. Right. It's hard to know what to, if there's anything to say. Like I, except just I don't like, know Nate Oates, but I felt like he was he's been put in a very very tough spot because he has to continue to coach his basketball team, and they're obviously one of the best teams in the country. But you can't just pretend that that didn't happen. Right. And then when they interview him, that's the first thing that everyone wants to talk about. I can only imagine how it feels like Nate Oates right now, and, and it's not his fault, but he's being pulled in a lot of different directions. I thought, I mean, Hickman, I thought he handled that pretty well. Yeah. That was post-game last night. Yeah, right after the, right after. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's acting, but I felt like he had the proper amount of, like, here's what we kind of did to prepare for the game. Obviously, he had the... I, I guess the right demeanor and tone when discussing yeah, what yeah. happened. You know, right, I thought right. he I thought he handled it well. That's just a tough, tough situation. Especially given the I don't know, I guess it's you know, if it's like a drug charge, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, the, yeah, the guy that was dumb, but I don't know, it's not like the saddest thing in the world like it is in this situation with obviously a player on your team supplying a gun and riding along for a, essentially a drive by shooting. I just right. things you don't expect. Uh, did you see the Kansas State beat Kansas last night? I did. Big win for the Wildcats. Yeah. They rushed the court. That's probably a $150,000 fine. Uh, Worth it. Yeah. Worth air penny. We should let people on the court every game. That way we can say it's part of our tradition. We don't, you know, don't have to pay the Yeah, money. that's how Clemson gets out of it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, overtime, 83-82. Mm-hmm. Big win. Good for them. Only Kansas' second loss. It's the only other team to beat Kansas. Yep. Other than our Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, in top 25 action, uh, Houston got past Tulane 80 to 60. Uh, Tulane's, you know, not great, but not bad. Uh, Kansas State 83, Kansas 82 in overtime, like we just said. Alabama, who we were talking about, 78. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt. 66. And Hickman, you said that was a six point game with 45 seconds left? Yeah. I mean, it was. Something like that late. I checked in on the ESPN app just briefly before going to bed, and that's what the score was. Something like that. It was close. Hickman's uh, Cyclones of Iowa State beat Texas 78-67. Big win for Otzelberger. Mm. 
course, Tennessee 70, Mississippi State 59. Uh, Clemson went on the road and lost at Wake Forest 87-77. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. The Forbes. Yep. Forbes effect. They're now 6-2 and two in the ACC is Wake Forest. Wake Forest. And uh, Baylor went on the road. They're 21st in the country. They beat Texas Tech 81-74. Okay. There's your top 25 rundown. Uh, we'll get in the SEC in a minute. Also, more phone calls. Stick with us right here on 3 and Out. Hour two continues. Talking hoops. Big win last night. It was George a big win. I'm, George I'm, is up next. I'm not as out as I'm kind of surprised with some of the calls today. Really? And some of the reaction. Yeah. I don't know I, why. I don't know why last night would change anybody's perspective from Saturday. Yeah. No. Like, I, you know yeah, I mean? like if Saturday didn't do it for you, last night's win on the road by 11 shouldn't be like, oh, that's it! That's it! What the hell are we doing? And I'm not making fun of Larry. Like, I I, I can watch the game and also be disappointed in some aspects, but I'm I'm still pissed about Saturday. Well, and he admitted he didn't even watch much of the game. Yeah, maybe yeah, that yeah that's true. Good. That's and true. And we maybe, were missing two starters. Maybe he's still on Saturday. Imagine how he'd feel if he watched that first half. I wonder how many people watched the first half, turned it off, and are just calling radio shows today like, what the hell are we doing? Where's BJ Edwards? Uh, he's probably, he's, right uh, he's probably transferred already, I mm-hmm. guess. I hope he does. What, what do you mean? You don't, I, I hope he makes the right decision for him. Maybe he agrees. Maybe he understands why he's not playing and he wants to get better, and he's going to hang, he's going to tough it out, and he's going to start for three years after uh, this year. Maybe. I don't know. Odds are he's going to transfer. That's going to be the right decision for him, and he's going to go win conference player of the year somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could happen. It could happen. All right, back to the Big Orange Philly phone lines. we got Matthew on the horn next. What's up, Matthew? You're on three and out. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. How are we doing today? Great. You wouldn't I, think uh, we won a great, football game great. last night. <laughs> uh, you can't you can't be doom and gloom if you didn't watch the first half like me. Ah, smart. Uh, yeah. Smart. Yeah. It's, it's I literally just came home, see the scores twenty three, twenty three. I'm like, oh, this is fine. No big deal. After twenty minutes it was twenty three to twenty three. We had ten points and I was like, we're gonna get to fifteen by halftime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, we, I we had 18. Team, no, we had 17 points with two and a half minutes to go in the first yeah, half. It was bad. The sad part is, I looked at the stat sheet and like everybody, of course, was still cold shooting from three. And it's like at some point, the shots have to start falling, right? That's what we thought on Saturday. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what we keep telling ourselves. <laughs> uh, um, guys, it's, I know it's. I know it feels like a like a, a loss almost after last night, but I mean we're four and one in conference play, and I think unfortunately the same thing we've been talking about. This team is going to have nights like that where they're going to have to gut them out, and we didn't do it Saturday, and we still had a chance at some point to win that game. Mm-hmm. I mean it sucks. I really, 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 really hate the fact that we probably won't make the tournament. I mean 
we are going to make the tournament, but we won't make a deep That's a run. That's hot take. <laughs> yeah. Nope, it, hot take. Yeah. You write it down, Hickman. Matthew says we're not making the tournament. We're the first That's four hilarious. out. <laughs> yeah. Biggest Tennessee basketball fan. Doesn't make the tournament. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, but, no, I think if you shoot like you did last Saturday, unfortunately, yeah, you're – your March run will be cut short and you won't make it to the second weekend. But I really still stand on something that I want to talk about. And I saw a really good tweet about it, but coach Barnes is, I think Berto said it like he's over coaching. I really don't think this team's getting over coached. If anything, this team needs the one-on-one. I mean, if you look at Saturday, who saved us, who kept us in that game, Houston? Saturday? Uh, Plazas. Yeah. Without question. Yeah, I mean, and I never thought I would say that. And I, I still am still mm-hmm. dumbfounded that I'm saying that right now. But two seasons ago, Uros Plazovic was a wasted space, didn't even deserve five minutes. And now when you see him out there on the court, he still has mistakes. Like he's still Uros Plazovic. But he's night and day difference. I mean, mm-hmm. he truly is a night and day difference when he comes to the offensive scheme of the, of the team. He's actually in position. He's hitting some of those close shots that he would miss. And he's actually being a lot more physical. Now, if he could just calm down on the antics, I think he has. About. I think he has in the last, you know, three or four games. Yeah. He st- he still gets but into I, it a little bit, which I I'm okay with that. But yeah, uh, I mean, after, what game was that? Arizona wasn't was it? Yeah, it was Arizona. And mm-hmm. afterwards, Arizona. Barnes was like, "Yeah, he's got a he's got to tone it down. He's hurting the team." And I think he's done that a little. He he's always going to be, you know, a physical uh, instigator a little bit. I guess is how I put it, but I, he's he's done a lot better with like the getting in guys' faces and a little, you know, the shoving after the play and bumping into guys, you know. But he's he's trying to intimidate a little bit. Well, guys are guys like him, guys like Zakai Ziegler, and guys like Julian Phillips. Thank goodness, like they're going to have to start stepping up if we want to make this deep tournament run. And I think Tuesday night was an example of that, where guys like Zakai Ziegler in the second half just finally started knocking down their shots. I mean. You know, you look at Saturday, and we just, I mean, Zakai Ziegler killed you offensively. I mean, he had he had a, a decent turnaround, I think, around the seven-minute mark. He had seven, six, seven points and two assists or two turnovers. But essentially, you're going to need guys like that, I think, to step up and actually provide some shots. Like, I don't think when we go up to Rupp next year, we're going to see – or I'm sorry, Rupp here in February, you're going to see Zakai Ziegler miss those layups. And I really, after rewatching, I don't think he played as bad as some folks think about it. And I think if hopefully – I'll let y'all hang up on this. Julian Phillips, I mean, he was finally, for the first time, I think, all season, playing with his back to the basket, and he looked like the first-round pick that we've seen him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do think he's actually growing into his body, growing into his role and understanding that he's got to, at some point, be more physical and attack. Now, he's got to be smart. I thought there, when he drew that charge, that he's got to be more smart with his, you know, when he's doing that. But I think this team... I mean, honestly, you would rather have these growing pains now than later in the season. Truly, that's just my two cents. I think you're four and one. It sucks that you lost on Saturday. I hate it, Houston. I hope we beat those SOBs up in Kentucky by 50, but it is what it is. And the last thing I'll hang up on this is if you feel bad, you could be an Arkansas fan. Top 25 football team. Not, mm-hmm. And then if they lose tonight to Missouri, they knocked out of the top 25. Hey, guys, thanks for always being good to y'all. Go Vols. Thanks for the call, Matthew. Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, I don't know they've had injuries, but ooh, Yeah, yikes. That's, that sucks. Uh, I thought Phillips was great last night. My thing is, is I want him to do that when we're fully healthy. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, he's getting 12. No, that's what was so frustrating against Kentucky. It's like he just kind of – last night he was flying around. He's jumping. He's rebounding. He had, what, 11 rebounds, 18 points. Like, he's yeah. going to the basket. He was taking the open threes when they were there. Did he hit two? Was he two of – uh, he was like two of two, wasn't he? Two of two, two of, two of four. four, something like that. Let me, shoot, let me see real quick. Uh, yeah, he missed two one of, three. He was two of four, so he missed two. Uh, made made his free. He got to the free throw line four times, which is what we said after like he needs to attack the basket because he gets to the free throw line. He's a pretty good free throw shooter. He's obviously athletic enough to do it and finish through contact if he gets it. Last night he was, and I don't know. I don't think it was an effort thing necessarily. He just played very timid against Kentucky. He should play the most minutes on the team. And I don't feel like when we're fully healthy, he's only going to get 18 to 22 He'll get more minutes if he'll play like that last night. But against Kentucky, he didn't play like that. So he's not going to get the minutes. This is the whole thing about peaking in March. Like, this is – you want him to go through those – that growth now. No, I agree. I agree 100% with that. Yeah. Hopefully we get there. He needs to get to a point where teams aren't focused on Vescovy going in every night. Like, hey, we need to focus on this Phillips guy. Then that opens up for Vescovy. You know, like. And I still think Zakai might be our go-to player at the end of games to create something for one of the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I like that take. Let's come back. We'll come back. Uh, final segment of hour two next. Final you, segment you, you, you have a smircher and then you play her? It's not really about Dolly. Okay, that's more like it. Well, I mean, like, this song, like, I don't like this song because of Dolly. And we're back to besmirching. Mm-hmm. More of a Kenny Rogers fan. Gotcha. It's a good song, though. She helped. She helped. Make your mind up, bro. Hmm. <coughs> Her best is 9 to 5. It's up there. So what's going down in Gainesville, Houston? Uh, Jaden Rashada, the 176th best player in the country, quarterback signee, has officially asked for a release after Florida... Reportedly promised him $13 million of NIL, and then once he signed, decided that that would be a good time to renegotiate that contract and get him nowhere close to that. I think, what did I say, 33%? And that, but what? So he was promised 13, and they were like, ah, what did oh, we yeah. do? Like four. Mm. Um, so there was some, you know, talk yeah. that he maybe. Asking out now, it's official, and um, there's a quote. I don't know if this is from him or his attorney, but it says, Dealing with honest people that don't treat kids as pawns is at the core of a solid NIL platform. I think that pretty much says that uh, the Florida Gators do not have a solid NIL platform, Mm -hmm. and that, uh, that this is just a, first of all, this is a bad look for both, isn't it? 
more. I think more for Florida. Florida. Yeah, I'm just chewing on the. Is it a bad look for the person or the kid? Yeah. I mean, like, how many schools out there cannot like? There are a lot of schools that won't be able to provide an NIL deal like Florida was promising. So it's not just them. But well, that's the thing. If you can't provide it, you can't promise it. I know, but you can't sign a contract and then be like, "Well, oops. if that's the number his family wants, it's like, dude, who the hell's going to take you? Where are you going to go?" He was committed to where Miami, I mm-hmm. think. Miami, hmm. and they've been big players in NIL in the last year. Yeah, and they still suck. I get like, I'm not surprised by this because the way this went, like, you couldn't end up enrolling at Florida if you're him, could you? Like, how would that locker room situation go? Oh, yeah, you're the guy who, like, delayed mm. enrolling because you weren't getting paid enough and you're making more than everyone else on the team. And, like, right. how, do, how, do you, how do you win over teammates? Because that, that, that's, that's a new challenge for, I, I guess, I mean, specifically Nico, quarterbacks. Yeah, Nico is going to have to prove that he's, you know, one of the guys. And, and all the reports on him are that he's yeah. awesome. Like, Nico's like been, in the locker room. At least he's been locked in on us for quite some time now. He's seemed pretty eager to get to Knoxville and – get to work like Rashada it's like all right is he going to Miami oh it looks like he's going to Miami okay now it looks like he's going to flip to Florida coming down to the end of his recruiting right. battle and it's like where's he going nobody knows and it's like oh Florida it is like Nico's been fully committed to us for a while now yep and uh speaking of Nico on three moved him to number one in the country yesterday Ahead of uh, who's that other quarterback that's going to USC? Archibald, right? Is that his name? Uh, Malachi Nelson. Malachi Nelson's who I was thinking of. And then, Arch but then ahead of I, I Arch thought you were making a joke about Arch Manning too. Like, well, the, his I think his student ID says it's Archibald. Yeah, it's Archibald oh, yeah. Manning. Archibald, what a nerd! <laughs> it's a family name, you dork. Like, what are you doing? They're all nerds. I mean, if you look at the Manning family, they kind of are. So he's a Tom Brady guy. You no, I, 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 I say hates, that in a hates, positive way. He hates the man. They're goofy. No, it's yeah. It's all like, like they're nerdy. They're all dads. Like quotes around it. Like dad What's wrong joke. Being a dad. I mean, like you're a dad, Chris. You got a dog now. You, you, you hating on yourself? I'm talking like dad jokes. Uh, like goofy dad, not like fathers. Mm, okay. Eli's now my favorite Manning. By the way. What? Why? I think he's the funniest. He's not funnier than Peyton. He's. I don't think he has. He been on SNL. I think he has. Yeah, I think he has. He's the more clutch quarterback out of the two. Okay. Okay. What? Did, what the? <laughs> anyway, uh, David Hobbs also got bumped up. He's a five star now on on three, the number twenty ninth player in the country. And this is fascinating to me. Nathan Leacock. Yeah. When he committed to Tennessee, was like 492nd in the country. He finishes as the 45th best player in the country and ranks ahead of Carnell Tate, who we coveted for quite quite a while. Yeah, months. How about yeah. that? I mean, that is doing. I mean, that's oh, yeah. identifying. That's a good early. eval right there. Yeah, we call that evaluation. That is that is uh, money. What rank is he just for receivers overall in the class? I mean, if you're 45 overall, don't you think what? Got to be like tenth. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I saw a list a couple of weeks ago where it was around the time of the Orange Bowl. Somebody had him the what bowl as the Orange Bowl. Orange. Somebody had him as the ninth best receiver. This says seventeen. Okay. 
So there's that's a receiver gosh. heavy class then. Yeah, I yeah, guess so. Very heavy. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, Zachariah Branch, number one from Bishop. Gore. How we did not get in on him? We had said Tillman going off. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, what A and M guy, right? Who Zachariah Branch? He's Alabama. Southern Cal. Oh no, that's right. Yeah. He's enrolled. That's right. Uh, Jurion Dickey, even though we bought more of his player cards than anyone else, has signed with Oregon. Hakeem Williams, number three, he signed with Florida State. Brandon Ennis signed with Ohio State, five star. Uh, Makai Lemon, good God, Lemon. <laughs> Southern Cal, that's a 30 Rock reference if uh, people out there didn't get it. Carnell Tate, the sixth best receiver in the class, obviously signs and enrolled now with Ohio State. Jalen Hale to Bama. Jonte Cook the second, Texas. Shelton Sampson Jr., LSU. Uh, let's see. Gosh, oh, Noah Rogers, Ohio State. They have three of the top ten. I mean, they are wide receiver yeah. you over the last. Yeah. I know three decade. of the top ten. Good lord, uh, Malachi Coleman, the eleventh best receiver, is going to Nebraska. Not good luck with that. Ugh. Ryan Niblet, which <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I think that's no, grow up. Niblet. I'm, I'm just thinking of like the Thanksgiving, like giblet gravy, and mm. uh, like what what. Wasn't that a thing? Like rib rib niblets? Yeah. Like the little chunks mm-hmm. of yeah, yeah. yeah. Um anyway, yeah. Let's see, uh other notables. Jalen Brown going to LSU, Aiden Williams, Ole Miss, Tyler Williams, Georgia, and then Nathan Leacock. Leacock finished his senior season of high school with eighty two catches, a one thousand seven hundred and three yards and twenty three touchdowns. 23 touchdowns. That's uh How many catches? 82. 82. God. How, how many how many games did he play? 15. It's pretty good. 20.8 yards per catch. He's long and lanky, isn't he? Like uh, like a deep threat. Like weren't there Justin 6'4", Hunter, 180. Like Justin Hunter comparisons a little bit. This says 6'3", 195. You sure you're looking at Leacock? Yeah, Nathan Leacock. What side are you on? Max Preps. You went to Max Preps? Dude, they cover every high school in the country in depth with athletics. Okay, no, not really. I I can give you his yards, his average, his jersey number, the team's record. I'm just saying, like... I think that's like the Wikipedia of I high can, school. I can tell you how. Like, he's I'm just saying. Well I think anybody can update average. the. It's not like Max Preps has teams of thousands of people that are at every high school game every week. Like, it's just like and tell you awards. I think coaches fill that stuff out. What did that say? He was six four one eighty. Six four one eighty. What was your yours? Was like what? This is on three. They only spend you know millions and millions of dollars on this stuff. Uh, six three one ninety five. Oh, no, I was off an inch and 15 pounds. Uh, no. Well, did he shrink and grow? These stats I, are correct. I'm just I'm, – I'm not saying the stats aren't. That's fine. I'm just – I'm trying to – when I go to in, – in fairness, like all the recruiting sites will be different on this too. Like we'll know once he gets to campus. He'll probably be 6'1", uh, 
190. His comparison is T. Higgins, according to 47 Sports. Hmm. <laughs> Sign me up. Projection four to seven round. Obviously, he hadn't played a down college, but. Uh, according to On3, a late-blooming receiver with a strong combination of size, length, and straight-line speed. Typically, max preps links to certain stat-keeping info or logged by a coach or AD. That's what I just said. No. <laughs> no. All right. Thank you for making my point against you for me. We'll come back with Hour 3 next. <laughs>